welcome to my show, The Thriving Woman. I am your host, Carmel Austin, founder of Carmel's Garden. I will be sharing keys about journeying into wholeness and forming healthy hearts. Tune in to hear amazing stories of people around the world who will uplift and encourage you to be your authentic self. I so look forward to seeing you in there. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Thriving Woman. I'm your host, Carmel Austin. And today, before I forget, because I have the last few times, I would like to thank my sponsor, Susan Curtin of The Art Hub in Nara. She's an w- amazing, wonderful friend, beautiful artist, creative writer, and she's just been such a great support in my life. So thank you, Susan, for your ongoing support for this wonderful show. And today I have a very special guest on as well, my friend Joanne. And we're going to be chatting about my book, Just Say No. Joanne actually did my review in my book and she was such a blessing. She said something really lovely. So if you haven't got my book yet, you'll have to order it. You can get it at carmelsgarden.com.au and go to book and you can get your own copy. It's amazing. 14 women's stories from around the world that uplift and encourage you and bless you. So today I've invited Joanne on to chat about the book and the different things that she found in the book that encouraged her and blessed her. And um, hello, Joanne, and welcome to my show. Good afternoon. Thank you so much. It is such a pleasure to be here. We are twinning with the book. <laughs> um, gosh, it is so exciting to get to um, get to this point. And it's been such an honour and privilege to dive deep into your story, um, which talks about your journey into wholeness. Um, I just love your authenticity, um, your voice. Um, and for all the women listening to this, I think one of the gifts of this book is that as Carmel talks about her story and you're invited into that I really believe that you're going to become more confident about your story as well um so it's such a pleasure to be here I'm really excited for this conversation today oh wonderful so Joanne would you like to share a few things from what you read about my chapter that can help other women feel encouraged and blessed yeah, absolutely. So I may end up throwing a few questions to you. You come on that. That's fine. Absolutely. That's okay. <laughs> um, so look, I love so many things um, about what you shared, um, your authenticity, your ability to break open your story in a way that was so relatable. Um, where should we start? You talked about... Um, Overcoming, I think that was a real, really strong, um, strong theme. Overcoming themes of um, grief and loss, and experiencing God transform that, and you finding your destiny. Can you tell us any more about that? Okay, well, um, I've been with my beautiful husband for forty years now, and married for thirty-seven. 
And we had a lot of heartache. Um, I've always wanted to be a mum. And I prayed and asked and believed and did a lot of things to get pregnant. We did get pregnant. And I know that my beautiful children are growing up in heaven. And that's the gift that I have now to know that they look upon us and smile. Um, but through that journey, there was a lot of heartache. There was a lot of pain. There was a lot of operations. There was a lot of doctor's appointments. And um, I had to grow and learn that God loved me through it all. And I think one of the things I wrote about at the beginning in my book is, or maybe it's in my testimony, I'm not sure whether I put it in the book, that, you know, I would get out of bed and go and help other women because we all go through different seasons in our lives. And these women, their husbands may have been overseas and they had little children or some of my friends, their children had a disability and I would cook for them and clean for them while my beautiful husband was doing shift work and often he'd do double shifts at that stage of our lives to pay for this beautiful home that I'm sitting in here in my office. And so I learned to just um, express my mothering and who I was in different ways. And so, yeah, it's been a difficult journey for me, but I learned to just, when I needed to grieve with my losses, I would often not go to church. I would just stay at home, lay on the lounge and process. Mm -hmm. And at times I may have lost some friends through that too, but then they come back around in the circle and people have had to realise that for me, when I do go through a loss, which I recently sadly have lost my dad and my sister very close together, that I do withdraw and I have to just soak up God's love and his worship and presence and allow him to soak into all those places um, of my life so that I don't fall into disappointment and grief. So I think I've learnt over the years um, I have got that personality that goes up and down and trying to keep a little bit more balance. So thank you for asking me that, Joanne. Oh, my pleasure. And so much wisdom in what you shared. I think if um, a woman's listening to this um, or watching it on replay about allowing God's love to soak into those places of grief and loss and um, that, I guess, really being the source of transformation. I just think that that's a beautiful um, a beautiful insight and a beautiful takeaway for the women listening. Um, so there's a quote I'm going to read to us um, that I absolutely um, loved and I would love you to expand on it. It says, well, you wrote, Carmel, realising that God loves me as a woman, whether I've given birth to natural children this side of eternity or not, is my destiny. I still have so much to offer and be effective in helping women thrive with healthy mindsets and achieving remarkable things in life. So tell me a little bit more about that revelation because that is life-changing. <laughs> well, um, you know, I've always been the half glass full and wanting to see that, you know, that God is good and that he does want to see all those dreams in my heart come to, 
to pass. And I don't believe that it was God's plan that I didn't have my children here on this earth. I believe that his perfect plan for us is to have those things in our heart. And so I had to process a lot of things and be able to be happy with who I am and where I am. And, you know, only even today I was talking to a very dear lady that, you know, she's really starting to stand up and not allow those sabotaging thoughts in her mind and in her circumstances to control her. And, you know, at times I could see the sadness in her face and I just wanted to encourage her. And I said to her, I haven't always been in this amazing place. I remember journaling and looking back on my journals and constantly asking God why, you know, why haven't you answered my prayers? Why are these things happening and not happening? And as I have just gone, well, I know that there's been these great dreams in my heart to write and share and care. And it's not like I haven't not done it. I've done it for 30 plus years in women's homes, over my table, at church, in groups, you know, like it's, I've done all those things. But to have God actually um, had me in this place now where, um, you know, when he said to me, you need to write, share your story. And he said to me, you know, this is for you. And I took up that offer at the 11th hour. And God often speaks to me at the 11th hour. And, you know, I've always had that thing of, well, God's going to answer my prayers. So it was really heartbreaking when my children weren't here on this earth the way that I thought that they were going to be here. And that sadness I will carry all my life. But through it too, I've helped so many women who have lost babies with stillborn or they've not been able to have babies or they've um, walked through IVF or through disappointment. And because I have done that myself, I've, I have this capacity to be able to help others heal and see the goodness in God and in life. And I have to admit, I spent a lot of time soaking his presence and allowing his love to wash over me and just spending time always listening to praise music. I've got it going now as well. And I have recently in the last five, six years, I have my diffuser, I have my oils, which are God-given. You know, they lift up my vibration, they give me peace, they help me with my dyslexia, and they help me just be able to take a breath and be able to look at things in a bit better aspects so and you know too I have this amazing Joanne who has taken the stage here and is asking me questions where she has just been an absolute inspiration to me she always draws me back to the word back to God sends me an incredible caring message on those really difficult days on Mother's Day, on Father's Day, on the times that I've journeyed through my losses over the last few years. This beautiful woman just thinks about me and she sends me scriptures and she sends me beautiful gifts. And I just feel so blessed and encouraged to have Joanne in my corner, 
championing me and always turning me back to the Lord and encouraging me in his word and in prayer. And she just has this gift that she hears my heart. And that's very, very special because I am a little bit of a complicated person. And I just feel so blessed that Joanne has been there for me, encouraged me in my writing journey and encouraged me in every place um, that I step my foot forward in faith. So thank you for that, Joanne, and thank you for the beautiful group that we're in with Christian women um, in business and entrepreneurs and just feeling part of that amazing family. And you might hear it's really, really raining here. So um, hopefully that doesn't come across with our recording. But if it does, this is life. And, um, you know, God's tears is um, raining down on us. <laughs> oh, so beautiful, Carmel. Um I think that that is the heart of God, to plant people in community, right, um, and reflect your light um, back to you. So it's a privilege to have been able to do that in some small way and give you a glimpse of the measure and impact that you have had upon so many women um, in your journey. And I love what you talked about. There are a couple of keys around that of allowing God's love and the container of time because it does take time to transform us. Um, as well as I love what you talked about, about choosing hope and choosing to look at things. You know, you talked about a glass half full and that's a choice, right? Um, you know, I think some people are just positive people. Maybe that's their default setting. But for the rest of us, <laughs> it's, it's often a choice. And um, for me, um, God's word always needs to be that plumb line, right? It needs to always be our anchor that directs us back to truth. And his promises are always for good. Even when it doesn't feel good, he He is good. He cannot deny himself. And he is always pointing us back to the more and the good that he has for us in life. Um, and I'm so, yeah, I'm so glad that you have stepped out and shared your story. And I think as you find your voice, it encourages other women as well. Um, so I wanted to talk about one of the things um, that's a theme of this amazing book that, again, I highly recommend every <laughs> get is about boundaries. And I guess knowing how to guard our yes guard our no in order to give a bigger yes to what God wants us to do um, and you talk a lot about finding your destiny and stepping up into that has boundaries or saying no been something that's come easily to you or has that been a bit of a journey um I've had to develop that and particularly since it's in print now I've been really challenged with saying yes or saying no because I've always been an inclusive person and um, as you step up in your ministry because now, you know, my show, The Thriving Woman, came out of my book and the opportunity for this and I had to do a lot of soul searching to see whether this was right for me and whether, you know, I, I was meant to be doing this and so, you know, along the journey, it's it has been difficult and you get challenged when you write it in a book and you ask people to read it and buy it and then you go, 
You know, I actually have to say no and I have to set some really healthy boundaries because, you know, one thing I've really learned through the process, if I'm not doing my own self-care, if I'm not doing the things that are healthy for me, it's very difficult to follow, get women to follow me and get families to follow me with their boundaries that are healthy for them as well. And one of my main priorities is self-care and dealing with sabotage, very bad sabotaging thoughts. And, um, yeah, so I think, you know, my chapter is a very small part of my journey. But it is something that, um, you know, lots of people that I've asked have said they've been encouraged by the whole book. And for me, I found that four or five of the ladies' chapters were like I wrote them. I was reading them and they were like a tapestry of, wow, you know, God, you just ordained that. And it's really interesting, um, Joanne, too, because now I'm doing my art book, The Artist Haven, and as I interview people, um, most of them have something in their lives that relate to me and what I've been through. So the ones that do end up being in that book, because I'm now the visionary of this book, is that I know that the same thing will happen, that there'll be a reflection of each other. And as we come together as that tapestry and weave together, all the stories will all intertwine and it will work out the same. So to actually have it now that I'm leading that for myself and being able to interview um my guests who are in my book or interview my beautiful friends that have supported me with my book just say no and to be able to know that there are many books inside of me and as I just put it out there with my friends and on Facebook and all those places people just keep on coming to me and what's really interesting Joanne is the people that I thought that I would ask that I thought oh they'd be good they weren't interested. So I've really had to step up in faith and trust, well, God, you bring the ones in. And my calendar's very, very full chatting with people. And often sometimes I minister to the women that I speak to or the families that I speak to. And I often find myself um, mentoring them or coaching them when we're chatting. Some of them aren't quite ready yet to come on and do a show or some of them haven't got the finances yet but you know they're believing in faith as well and I'm just on this amazing journey and what I'm so blessed about as well is Megan just talks me up as well she's the lovely lady who was the visionary and curated just say no asked her a lot of questions and she answered many of those to help me as well and she just loves that I'm reproducing that gift and I'm just walking step by step into the things that um, are on my heart and I see them unfold more and more and more but we just say no um, before I wrote my story in there I had put up my new website carmelsgarden.com and I started to talk there more about my personal journey because in carmelsgarden.com.au, 
www.ghostbusiness.com.au. It's about my journey to Israel, my heritage, visiting the land, helping widows and orphans for many years. I still have a lot of beautiful prayer shawls. But, you know, with this, it's been very personal. And one thing that I found which was really sad more than 20 years ago when, you know, I didn't carry my babies full term here on this earth is that I didn't get a lot of help with counsel. People didn't understand me. And a lot of them have their children or they've had, you know, they said, we can't help you. So I just wanted to be real and I wanted to be authentic in helping women in their journeys and helping women see that, you know, that we can still thrive even though we have heartache here on this earth because we all go through it. Mm. Women can go through divorce or they can be single mums or, you know, there's so many different aspects of our lives. You can have lots of miscarriages and a lot of women have carried that from when they were younger or in their marriage first and I've had the opportunity to pray into their lives as well. So I just see that it's just this incredible facet of different things and different people that God brings into my life. But I do find too that he sort of brings all these women that I've known for more than 30 years that are coming back around into my life and, you know, I'm coaching them and mentoring them as a wholeness coach and then now coaching all the beautiful people who they want to write their story and I have a format for them that they can follow and I can coach them along and help them with it. And so there's just such a richness that has come out of this journey way beyond what I ever dreamed of. So thank you for asking that question, Joanne. Oh, so fun. And isn't that how God works, right? He multiplies. Um, And I was thinking as you were sharing of that verse in the Bible where it talks about, I want you woven into a tapestry of love. And I think that that's how Father God works, right? That our growth and our stepping up becomes a platform for other women and stories. And I love Carmel, that that is so much your heart. You are the most authentic, genuine woman. And that is really your heart to sort of, um, uplift and inspire um, other women. So, so good. Um, <laughs> one of the scriptures that you talked about in um, in the book that I think has been a life verse for you is found in Jeremiah 29, 11, and I'd love to hear what it means to you. Um, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans that bless and prosper you and give you a future and a hope. Well, when you feel devastated because you think you're pregnant or you are pregnant but you don't carry your babies full term and you have friends and family getting pregnant and carrying their babies or standing on stage saying, you know, they've got their miracle baby or God answered their prayers, I really had to hold on to that scripture with so much and believe that he is a good God and he is a loving God and that he does care for me and that he has got good plans for me. And I remember, you know, when I went to Israel in 2010 and for many years I um, had a heart to help women and I did. I sent a lot of money over to the beautiful um, women over there, the orphans and the widows and my beautiful prayer shawl that's actually just sitting behind us um, they hand make them and I still have them on my carmelsgarden.com.au site to sell 
And, you know, I served for years and years with that, with a wholeheartedness. And my husband supported me in that because I believe in the motto of, um, you know, my mother always taught me that you still give when you have loss. Wow. Mum lost her mum when she was seven and her baby, her baby at birth. And then my mum and her brother and sisters got put in a convent and they weren't treated nicely. But my mother never spoke badly about the, the nuns. She served. She served at church. She served the priests. She cared for the community. She, she taught scripture for years and years. And I dedicate my chapter in my book to my beautiful mum, Mary. And so she taught me that even though you go through heartache, you don't, you, you feel the pain and you have to work through it, but don't focus on it because there's life and love and fun and family and people and gifts and all those things. And, you know, for years, I never opened that box in my life. And I really got to the stage where, you know, I was serving other people's calls, but I knew that there was more for me. So now I go, wow, yeah, there was. I've always wanted to be a writer and a speaker and an author. And I love how, you know, again, God has pivoted Carmel's Garden in Carmel's Garden, which is my business name. And Carmel means garden. And um, the things that I see in my life where, you know, I'm helping people in my garden and and I know what it's like to have to dig that garden and bury my losses and then see the flowers grow up in it. And I know what it's like to cry over the pain of my losses. But then, you know, I have that hope that heaven's not far away and I, I've, you know, there's this beautiful room that God's taken me to in heaven that my children often go there and I go there and it's just so exquisite and there's this beautiful rocky scenery that you look out the windows and a piano with a tapestry seat and all the things in there are my treasures and some of them are my parents now and my children but all the things that I love and I love to do my sewing and all the you know and it's like all that pain that I have felt here on this earth, God's storing it up in my room in heaven. And he's often taken me there and, you know, I've experienced that place. And so I I sort of am grateful. I've realised lately that I live in that realm. I see a lot in the things of the spirit and I see from God's perspective things. And it's been a lot of hard work to get there. And I'm I'm not always like this. I'm not always up and excited about things. I have some really hard days and I have to, you know, stop my mind and calm myself down as well. So it's all been a journey, Joanne. And I know that this is just the start of it, you know, and I'm so blessed I have a thriving women's group on facebook and there's nearly 200 beautiful women in them and some of the women are family school friends women that i've connected with i do know that i have this gift where i draw women to my life and i hope it's through my authenticity because i actually was treated really badly at school and i was heartbroken with what girls did to me but i had to forgive them and love them as well so i've been through a lot of heartache in my life but 
you know, when I start to worship God and his love and his presence comes around my life, you can't but um, write or encourage or share the goodness of God to people and encourage people when you start seeing beautiful pictures and you can, I have this gift where I can see where people are at in the spirit and pick up things and I'm just always the big mouth who says things but it blesses people hopefully (laughs) yes absolutely (laughs) love that so much um so so encouraging so what about the woman who is just starting off and is struggling to find her voice and to find her authenticity or to find her God-given calling, what words of encouragement might you give to her? That there's hope. hope That even though you feel like you're in the deepest, darkest pit of despair, look up. Be kind to yourself. See, you know, take some time out, have a hot bath, go for a walk dig in the garden. When I'm distressed, I clean, I garden, I walk, I yell a bit, listen to music, I talk to friends. My auntie said to me the other day, or my good friend, you're a verbal, you know, like I cope, I speak out how I feel. And that comes to because of my dyslexia. Um, I don't, I internalize a lot of stuff, but when I talk, then I process. So, you know, find someone to talk to. Find someone like beautiful Joanne. She's a beautiful coach. She's a mentor. She's an encourager with she, um, what is it? She Rises, Joanne, that you are a coach with, with our Kingdom Women Entrepreneur Group. You know, without this group, I wouldn't have my book. I wouldn't have my show. Um, I wouldn't feel so blessed with um, the journey that I'm on because I've got all these amazing women here in Australia and around the world that are supporting me. So I would say to those women, um, find some support structures and do some things that you love. Like for me, it's sewing, doing my artwork, doing a little bit of um, creativity, cook, clean, all the things that my mum taught me to do that help uplift my spirit. So I'd encourage you just to take some time out and do some things that you really love. And don't worry about whether the house is clean or it's not clean or whether, you know, you you you're feeling disappointed do some stuff go out and you know for me i have a cup of tea and i put my orange oil in it and it uplifts me or i put on my oils which uplift me and lift up my vibration or i'll go and you know smell some flowers or do some things you know that really are uplifting for you because you know in those little things that's when you start to find joy and life and you know It's interesting because, you know, the last three years I've got these two beautiful children, one little brother who's seven months old and a little girl who have adopted me as their grandmother. And, you know, that brings so much joy to me because who doesn't want to be a nanny when they're in their 50s when all their friends, you know, have got their children and their lives? So I suppose that cup half full attitude of yes it's okay to grieve and you need to and it's okay to give yourself that time to process your pain 
But, you know, just do those things that you really enjoy so that your spirit is lifted up and that you feel more balanced and more valued because you're valued, you're valued by God and he loves you so much. And and that's my biggest um, thing. I want women and families to see that, you know, we have the authority to um, move in those things with how we think, what we do and how we move. And um, my heart is to help others shine and thrive in their season of life. So, Joey, so good. There was so much wisdom. I hope the ladies listening, watching, were writing that down because there were so many gems of insight and inspiration and strategy. Um, absolutely loved, um, loved it. Um, so, final question for me. <laughs> Nothing like Joanne just yeah. taking the show. <laughs> But, you know, I love her and I trust her, so let's go with this. I invited her on. <laughs> um, wholeness, what does that word mean mean to you? Um, it means peace. It means Beautiful. being happy with myself, that I am a whole person, that I have dreams and gifts and talents and that I'm worthy in investing my time, my money, the things that I want to do. And I've had to put aside friendships. I've had to put aside relationships with people that weren't serving me and and that's been difficult for me. And so wholeness to me is, you know, doing things that please me and doing things that bring joy to my heart. And when I'm doing that, I'm more balanced and I'm more whole, which then it brings a blessing to my marriage. It brings a blessing to my friendships. Mm. It gives me the energy to get online and encourage my ladies in my groups and, and do my shows. You know, we're just two months into my shows and, you know, sometimes I just don't feel like doing them, but then, you know, we get in and I, I felt to just start, asking beautiful women who were in my book and then my friends and then get some reviews from, um, you know, people. And then as I'm talking with people now too with my new book that's coming out, I'm going to be inviting them onto my show as well. So I just seem to have a never-ending stream of people. So, you know, just be authentic, be yourself, be okay with who you are in your skin be kind to yourself so joanne i feel so inspired i hope everyone listening (laughs) so as we are wrapping up (laughs) and you are so precious joanne you know folks i'm happy for joanne to ask the questions because she always blesses me And I love, she runs our monthly prayer meeting and she just looks after everyone who comes along. She encourages them. She blesses them. You know, and Joanne's got things happening in her life as well, but she always just turns up and blesses everyone. So thank you so much, Joanne. When I release my book, I should have wore it tonight, actually. Joanne sent me this beautiful um, necklace and when I do talk I often wear it I didn't I even think about it I put my pearls on the pearls are fabulous <laughs> <laughs> I feel 
like, you know, the Queen used to wear her pearls and she had to step into a place of authority in a man's world. And I feel like now, you know, God's called me into my Esther anointing and calling. And, you know, that's something I'm just developing. So Wayne brought me these in in the bracelet as well a few years ago, and I don't get to wear them much, so it's so nice to be able to wear them. Perfect platform to do it. I love it. So thank you, Joanne. You always just fun. Thank you so much, and recommending this book. Um, is amazing. Um, what well, would make an amazing Christmas gift? Um, encouraging you. I think your prompt to me, Carmel, was to have some self care. Um, get outside, read it in the sunshine with a cup of tea, and just beautiful. I actually love a paper copy, but there's I think digital copies available. Um, available as well, and there's so much. Um wisdom and strategy um that we can glean from your story um in order to move forward in our own lives so thank you so much for just blessing us with your voice your message your story and your truth um and i'm honored to be a part of it and champing you um in some small way so thank you for blessing me with that Oh, thank you so much, Joanne. And, you know, people ask me, do you have questions? How's it going to go? You know, I just sort of feel like it's very casual. We just get online, we chat, we talk. I um, was happy to give Joanne the stage. She has just been my never-ending encouragement. And I didn't know that the it was going to go this way, but, hey, you know, it's good fun. I don't mind talking about myself. I'm getting quite used to it on camera. <laughs> but hopefully everybody who is listening or watching, you feel blessed and encouraged that you can be your authentic self. And if you are struggling, reach out. Reach out to Joanne or reach out to myself Come into our Christian Women Entrepreneur Group. I know I've been inviting a lot of women in there as well who are business women. It is a wonderful community. And, you know, it's such a blessing to have the internet and have this incredible, um, uh, I can't think of the word, but, you know, we have this connection. I actually haven't met Joanne in person. We've got a beautiful awards night coming up in just a month and so I'm really looking forward to meeting a lot of these women in person. I only live two hours away from them and I did grow up in Sydney where a lot of them are but now my husband and I um, live on the south coast of New South Wales which we just love being down here. So you know I suppose with just wrapping up everybody I want to encourage you all to just shine and, you know, we all have hard days. I I know for myself last night I had so much going on in my head. I really didn't go into that really deep sleep. Mm. But I thought, well, you know, I'm still resting. I'll get through the day with God's grace and goodness. And we did. And, you know, you just have to get on with it and be kind to yourself if you have um been having a hard night or you're not able to sleep get up have a cup of tea have a prayer do something don't just lay there continuously 
take a few deep breaths, um, put on some oils, put on some uplifting praise and worship, do something to uplift your soul because, you know, we are whole people. We're body, soul and spirit. And we need to make sure that we nourish all of those places in our lives. So I suppose for me, um, you know, I've gone back to the gym, I'm exercising regularly again, and I'm feeling so much better for it. And I would encourage you, beautiful women and families, or even if you're a single dad out there raising your amazing children, make sure you do self-care. So thank you, everybody, again, for tuning in to another episode of The Thriving Woman. And I look forward to seeing you in another show. God bless. 